Welcome back to Global Value. Today we are going to be taking a look at HP, ticker symbol HPQ. So HPQ is the physical computers and printers segment of Hewlett Packard. That was a result of the separation of the company in 2015. HP has been in the news recently due to the fact that Berkshire Hathaway has acquired an 11.5% stake in the company. Because of the sizing of the position, it's likely this was acquired by Warren Buffett himself, which makes it one of just a handful of times that Warren Buffett has invested in any sort of technology-based business. In today's video, we will be performing a fundamental stock analysis of HP by taking a look at the financials underlying the company. Before we do that, let's remind ourselves of the four principles of value investing. Principle number one, when you buy a share of stock, really you're buying an ownership share of the underlying business. Over long periods of time, a stock is going to return to you what that underlying business returns. Principle number two, Mr. Market is there to serve you, not to inform you, and price does not always equal value. The objective with any sort of investment is to get a higher value than the price you're paying. Principle number three, with any investment, you want to maintain a sufficient margin of safety just in case you're wrong, and even if you're right, it'll help on the upside. Margin of safety is one of the only ways of getting outsized risk-adjusted returns. Finally, principle number four, you need to stay within your circle of competence. Knowing what you don't know is more useful than trying to be brilliant. This is going to help to minimize your mistakes, and it'll help you have conviction when you do get things right. So taking a look at HP, currently it trades for $38.50. Over the past year, HP is up 13%. Over the past 10 years, HP has done less than stellar. They've had about a 4% compounded annual return. Looking how HP is trading, HP is close to its 52-week high, and they're about $12 up from their 52-week low. HP is also a $39.5 billion company, and as I mentioned, Warren Buffett owns an 11.5% stake in the business. Even though that is a significant stake of HP's business, that's just over $4 billion, and that is less than 1% of Berkshire Hathaway's net worth, not a significant proportion of even his cash pile, as this stake in HP makes up less than 5% of the float available for Warren Buffett to invest into businesses. Now for some background about the company, HP operates in the consumer technology hardware industry, HP is a leading provider of computers, printers, and printer supplies. The company's three operating business segments are its personal systems containing notebooks, desktops, and workstations, and its printing segment, which contains supplies, consumer hardware, and commercial hardware, and corporate investments. The corporate investments segment is involved in the HP Labs and business incubation and investment projects. In 2015, Hewlett-Packard was separated into HP Inc., and Hewlett-Packard Enterprise, so HPQ and HPE. Hewlett-Packard was founded in 1939 and is headquartered in Palo Alto, California. Hewlett-Packard was one of the foundational businesses of Silicon Valley. Now let's get right into our analysis. Starting off, we want the company's five-year average PE to be below 22.5. We see that HP's five-year average PE was only 10 Currently, it's trading at a 6.7 PE, so that is a big check mark there. Next, we want the company's five-year return on capital to be above 9%. HP does a fantastic job here 
with returns of about 70% and over the past five years. Their average five-year return on invested capital is 82%, so more than nine times what we were looking for there. That's a big check mark. Pillar number three, we're looking for five-year revenue growth, so we want to see a business that is growing. In 2017, HP did $52 billion of revenue. In 2021, they did $63.5 billion of revenue. So that's another check mark. We're three for three so far. Pillar four, we're looking for five-year net income growth. In 2017, HP did $2.5 billion of net income. And in 2021, they did $6.5 billion of net income. Another check, and we're four for four. Pillar five, we want HP to be buying back shares. In 2017, they had 1.7 billion shares outstanding. In 2021, this has been cut all the way to 1.2 billion shares outstanding. So that is another big check. They've bought back about 30% of their shares within the past five years. Year over year from 2022 to 2021, they actually bought back 14% of their shares outstanding. Pillar number five, we're looking for five-year free cash flow growth. In 2017, HP did $3.3 billion of free cash flow. In 2021, they did $5 billion of free cash flow. So that is a check there. Free cash flow is the lifeblood of any business. Free cash flow can be used to reinvest in the business, acquire other companies, pay down outstanding debt, buy back shares, and pay dividends. Filling in these other years, in 2018, they had $2.9 billion of free cash flow. In 2019, they had $3.5 billion of free cash flow. And in 2020, they had $3.7 billion of free cash flow. Average out, this comes out to a five-year average free cash flow of $3.7 billion. We're going to need this for pillars seven and eight. Pillar number seven, we're trying to understand how the company uses leverage. So we're looking for net debt to be below that five-year average free cash flow multiplied by five. We see that in the most recent year end in 2021, HP had about $4.9 billion of debt. And they do $3.7 billion a year of free cash flow. So multiply by five, that's $18.5 billion. So they have more than enough free cash flow to be able to pay off this net debt in under two years. So that's a big check on pillar number seven. They're not using exorbitant amounts of leverage to earn these kind of returns and have this kind of growth in their business. So that's great to see. Finally, pillar number eight, we're comparing their market cap to their free cash flow yield. We want their five-year average free cash flow multiplied by 20 to be greater than their market cap. That's another easy check here. They have a market cap of about $40 billion, multiplying $3.7 billion of free cash flow times 20 comes out to $74 billion. So HP checks the box on all eight pillars. They went eight for eight. It's pretty easy to see why Warren Buffett likes this business. Checking under the ownership insider transactions listed here on ticker, we can see that even as this holding has been disclosed, Berkshire Hathaway has still been a buyer for some of these days. Um, after they were forced to disclose because they had a greater than 10% ownership stake in the business. So even just in early April, Berkshire Hathaway was still buying. So in summary, HP checks the box on all eight pillars. This is a stable and growing business that doing almost everything right. They're buying back shares. They have a dividend yield of 2.8%, which is quite a bit above the market right now. And they're paying that dividend using very conservative payout ratios. In the past five years, they have not gone above 35% of their free cash flow to pay that dividend. So they're conservatively paying dividends. They're conservatively buying back shares. 
you know, they're not using excess leverage to do this and they have a great free cash flow profile. This is one of those boring, under the radar, unsung businesses that is able to earn very, very high returns on capital and is trading for a cheap PE that really just fits what Warren Buffett is looking for in a business. So even though HP's financials look very good and Warren Buffett has invested in the business, you never wanna blindly do anything and that goes especially for cloning a investment move where you have the very real possibility of risk. You know, just because it's an eight pillar stock does not mean that you should go out and buy this. You need to still do your own research. You need to understand the business, read through some of these filings, read their 10K, read their annual reports, listen to what management has to say, come out with your own understanding and ultimate decision of is this a company that fits your goals as an investor. Monish Pabrai had a great podcast recently where he talked about using cloning as sort of this first pass filter which means that just because someone else is doing it doesn't mean that you should blindly follow, but it is a good filter for you to say, hey, this information might be more signal than noise and I should look in deeper here. I'm gonna be looking into HP in more depth and I think it would be a useful learning opportunity to do the same. Again, this is not saying to go out and just buy HP at this current price. Well, that is it for today's stock analysis of HP. If you enjoyed the video, please be sure to like and subscribe to the channel and comment down below what company you want me to take a look at next. Thanks for watching.